Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Hello, welcome back to the On My Mind podcast. My name is Ava. It's just you and me. It's a solo podcast here, which means, yes, I am indeed sitting alone in a room talking into a mic, essentially talking to myself, which kind of is a scary concept that I can make a conversation with myself for so long. I'm not even going to lie. A lot of the times with these episodes, I have to hold myself back from not sitting here and talking for two or three hours because I could. I could very well just talk and talk and never shut up, and I don't think that would be a good story, good news for anyone. So anyway, thanks for being here today. I hope you're having a good day, a good week when you're listening to this. If you're not, you know the drill. Do something that makes you happy. You know yourself best. You know what uplifts you, what makes you feel good. Hopefully, this episode puts you in a good mood and a better mood that you're in. I'm in quite the chatty mood today. I'm not going to lie. I think that's because I haven't really had any human interaction today other than at the grocery store saying hi and then thank you. So this is my first time kind of actually speaking today. It's crazy. I feel like if I don't make the effort to seek human connection in a day, then I will literally go an entire day without speaking, which is kind of scary. And that just means that I live in my own head and all the thoughts creep in, which uh, sometimes can be dangerous. But anyway, I just got back from a trip to London. I was there for a week. I've never been on that side of the world before. Never been to the UK. I made the mistake of being like, I've never been to Europe before. It's my first time in Europe. Oh my gosh. Uh, you guys are the best because you, you, you know, you humble me when I need to be because a lot of you were like, Ava, London is not a part of Europe. And I had no idea. So thanks for educating me. If you didn't know that, now you do too, because I had no idea that that was a whole thing. So it was my first time in the UK, have never traveled across the Atlantic Ocean before. Let me tell you that travel day from Hawaii to that side of the world is no joke. It is not for the faint of heart. I think it took like 24 hours of traveling to get there. It's quite the journey. Hawaii is just so isolated. Obviously, it's in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. And unless you're going to another island, which takes like 20 to 40 minutes to get to, the closest place you can go to is California, which is five hours. So I feel like that's the only thing about living here. Sometimes it's nice because I'm like, yes, keep me away. Get me away from the rest of the world. But other times I'm like, wait, I want to see the world. Get me in there. So it really depends what mindset I'm in. But yeah, it's kind of hard to travel places from here just because it's always going to be a rather long travel day. Honestly, sometimes island fever is very real. And I don't think people realize that when they're like, oh my gosh, you're so lucky you live in Hawaii. Yes, I'm so blessed, so lucky. But sometimes I describe it as a vortex because you just get caught up in it and then you forget that there's a whole big wide world out there. And living on an island can get a little bit claustrophobic sometimes. I feel like that's anywhere you grow up though. You just get so used to it. Not that I'm not grateful for living here because I so am. It's definitely nice to venture out experience new culture. I really loved London. It was very easy to get around. I feel like their whole subway train system, the tube was really easy to get around. It's a walking city. I walked so much there. The bus systems, 
are supposedly easy to figure out. I wouldn't know because I got us lost when we tried to go on the bus. I went to London with my mom. We were there for a week and it was for a work opportunity, which I get to share really soon. I was there with my mom, which was really fun. We haven't gone on a little mommy daughter trip in a really long time. And when I found out that I was able to have a plus one, I was like, mom, pack your bags. We are going to London. And she literally screamed when she found out, like audibly screamed. If you understand or if you want to know where my dramatics come from. It's definitely from her because she is an expressive woman and you know what? You just gotta love it. So we extended the trip a little bit so that we could explore and I just had so much fun there. I feel like there's so much to do, so much to see. It's just so fun walking around, trying different food and eateries there. But now I'm back home for a little bit. I'll give you another pretty juicy life update that I haven't really talked about anywhere else yet and I don't think I'm going to for like a few more weeks. But there's some changes to my living situation. I'm not moving anywhere. But let's just say that I kind of more or less may or may not have a roommate. You can kind of guess who. I'll dive more into that soon. I feel like we gotta we gotta have you know who back on the podcast. On to today's episode, I wanted to talk about how to become more of a morning person. This is something that I have been trying to do for a while now. I've talked about it on a few other platforms, but I've been trying to become more of a morning person. Let me tell you something. If you are naturally a morning person, good for you. Honestly, good for you. I'm happy for you. Am I a little jealous? Yes, because for us, people who are not innately accustomed to waking up early and feeling good, it is hard. It is a challenge to wake up early and it's kind of hard to make that lifestyle change especially if you're used to waking up late kind of how i am but lately maybe this is just me getting older a scary thought becoming an adult i have just really been enjoying mornings a lot lately i feel better i feel like i can be more productive get what needs to get done done and then have more time for the things that just bring me joy and just more time for the things that i want to do i used to be such a night owl and i feel like that is what my body just naturally is. It likes to stay up late. I don't find it hard to stay up past midnight. I used to do work way into the night, into the wee hours, up until the sun was rising. I'm just kidding. And then just wake up super duper late and then just feel groggy, get my day started super late. And then by the time I would start my day, the day was like halfway over. And so lately there's been a shift inside of me that's like, I just want to start waking up earlier because it makes me feel good. And I just feel like the mood that I'm in lately, I just want to seize the day. I want to make the most of every day and just start it off on an earlier note. This is kind of ironic that I'm saying all of this because I did wake up late today, but you know what? It's a journey that takes work, takes practice. It doesn't just happen at the snap of your fingers. It doesn't just happen one morning and then you're like, oh, I'm suddenly a morning person. It really takes effort. It takes effort because your nighttime routine changes. You go to bed earlier because you want to wake up earlier. And so it's a little bit challenging sometimes when my body naturally just wants to stay up late. But I've been trying to change that a little bit, get into more of a groove, create an earlier morning routine for myself. If you also want to become more of a morning person, hopefully this episode helps. If you don't, then that's fine too. You don't have to be a morning person to be productive and like have a good life. Everyone's different. Everyone's schedules are different. Work schedules are different. Honestly, it's all up to you. Like I said, waking up early has just been making me feel good. So I want to cater to that and listen to that. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Being in your 20s is definitely a confusing period of life, to say the least. I'm kind of going through the motions of this right now. I feel like... 
There's so many big decisions to make, career decisions, relationship decisions, different things like where do I want to live? What do I want my life to look like? And these are really formative years of life that can feel very scary. I definitely find myself questioning whether I'm making the right choices, just not not knowing what I'm doing. And that's a part of life. That's a part of growing up. But something that has helped me feel confident and trust my choices, trust my decisions, my intuition is therapy by giving me tools to improve communication, manage stress, and set boundaries. Therapy has helped me create a strong relationship with myself and in turn others as well. Rather than being super nervous for the future and doubtful, I'm actually in a stage where I'm really excited to continue growing and learning and just seeing where life goes. And I honestly have therapy to thank for a lot of that. I've talked about it a lot more recently, have recently gotten back into it, and it's definitely been so, so helpful. Therapy can help us navigate through those hard and complicated times that we go through, but don't let therapy be one of those. That's why BetterHelp makes it easy. It's done entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All it takes is a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mind today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash mind. Definitely check it out. I very well may fall back into my habits of being a night owl, but right now I'm on this journey And so I thought I'd make a podcast episode about what's been helping me become more of a morning person. I've always loved the mornings. However, my mornings were just very short because I would wake up a little bit later. I think it's super interesting. Sometimes I feel like (laughs) morning people have a little bit of a superiority complex, which I get. Because when you wake up early, you know that feeling. You wake up super early, you get a lot done early in the day, and you're like, I am the shit. Like, this is amazing. And there's definitely two sides of it because sometimes I'm that person and then other times I'm like, I love sleeping in. This is beautiful and amazing. So you just got to listen to your body, listen to yourself, do whatever you want to do because it is your life. If you want to become a morning person, great. If you don't, that's fine. If you already are one, good for you. Good for you. I'm trying to be like you, honestly. What kind of inspired this even more so because I feel like I've been trying for a while, but I got back from a trip earlier in June, the time difference was six hours because I was on Eastern time. And then coming back to Hawaii means that since my body was so far ahead, I would just go to bed super early. Like I was going to bed at eight or nine, I think seven sometimes just because my jet lag was super bad. So I would get tired early and then I would just wake up early naturally. The sun would be rising and I was like, holy shit, is this what people feel? This is awesome. And so I didn't even try to get back into my regular sleeping habits. I was like, this is great. I'm going to use jet lag to my advantage here and kind of just use it to help me wake up earlier because waking up early is no easy task. Let me tell you, I feel like it's really hard to motivate yourself to get out of bed if you're not used to it. I think for me, something that's definitely helpful is setting your alarm clock in increments a little bit earlier, not just making it, say you usually wake up at 9 or 10, not just suddenly setting your alarm for 5.30. If you're that type of person that can do that, great. But for me, I would just set it a little bit earlier each morning so that I could get accustomed to that a little bit better. But in order to do that, that also meant I had to go to sleep earlier, which sucks a little bit because I love the nighttime. I love how quiet and peaceful it is. I love when I feel like the rest of the world is asleep and I can just kind of do whatever, but then I would just wake up feeling like shit. So what's been really helpful is creating a night routine that's very relaxing and getting that started on an earlier note. So making dinner a little bit earlier, showering, doing that whole thing a little bit earlier, setting the vibes to be very calming and comforting. Lately, I've been trying to go to bed at 10, 10 11, which is definitely on the earlier side for me. I just know that if I did not adjust my night routine to fix an earlier wake up, 
I would not be a very pleasant person to be around because I feel like if I don't get enough sleep, you will definitely know it if you're around me because I might have a little bit of an attitude, which I just, a girl needs her seven, eight hours, you know? Interestingly enough, something that I found is that my sweet spot of sleep is like seven and a half to eight hours of sleep. Honestly, anything more than that, you would think the more sleep you get, the more rested you feel. But there would be nights that say I would go to bed super late and then wake up super late. I'd get like nine, 10, 11 hours of sleep and then feel worse than if I had just gone eight, which I don't know how that works. But I feel like for me, at least there is such a thing as too much sleep, even though it feels good to hit snooze which let me tell you, hitting snooze is one of the worst things you can do because you're just setting yourself up for failure and you're going to do it again and again. At least that's what I do. And that's what I did this morning, actually, because I was going to wake up at 730 and then I woke up at like 930. I was reading this article, aka I was listening to a TikTok, but it was a doctor. I think I didn't do further research into that, but she said she was a doctor. So you just got to believe everything you see, right? So I was listening to her TikTok and she was saying that something along the lines of the moment your alarm goes off and then you decide to go back to sleep or snooze it for a little bit longer, you're disrupting your sleep cycle and it's harder for you to get up after the first time just because you're going from a deep sleep to waking up, going back to sleep for a little bit longer, possibly going into a deep sleep again, and it really disrupts you and isn't as helpful as you think it would be. So I've been really trying to hold myself to waking up at the first sound of my alarm, which is definitely hard sometimes. I do have a few tips though to make your mornings a little bit more enjoyable. First things first, you gotta have something to look forward to in the morning. This is something that will help me actually wake up when my alarm first goes off because whether it's a yummy breakfast that you have or yummy drink you like to make in the morning, I'm like, oh shit, I'm actually really excited to make my matcha, make my coffee or make this really yummy breakfast. And that gets me excited to wake up. Having a purpose to why you're waking up early is really important. If you're just doing it for no reason, I feel like it's hard to motivate yourself to do that. Even more so, have something that holds you accountable to waking up early, whether that's work for a lot of people. If you have an early work day, Obviously, you have to wake up. You have no choice. If you don't have work or say work starts a little bit later and you want to wake up earlier and have something that holds you accountable, book a workout class. And if you don't show up to that workout class, oh no, you're out of 20, 30 bucks. Workout classes can get expensive. And if you're missing them because you sleep through them, that definitely adds up. And I've made this mistake many times where I wake up and I'm like, oh, it's fine. I'll just cancel it and pay the late fee. (laughs) those late fees really add up. So I know for me, when I book a morning workout class, it gives me a reason to wake up and get out of bed. And it just motivates me because I'm like, okay, I paid to do this. I want to do this for myself. And if I go back to bed, it's not going to happen. Other things that help me in the morning and help me wake up, letting light in into my room, into my apartment. I have blackout curtains. They are dangerous, very, very dangerous because if I leave them closed at night, which sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, I will not know when daylight has hit and I will just sleep forever. So I try to open the blinds. I'll sleep with the blinds a little bit open sometimes just so that light does come in once the sun comes up. So I'm like, okay, it's time to get going here. Also changing out of my pajamas really helps because pajamas just have a cozy vibe. And when you're trying to get your morning boom, boom, boom going, that's not, that's not what we need to be feeling. So I will either put on workout clothes, which makes me feel really good and motivated. Even if I'm not going to work out in the morning, something about putting on workout clothes, I'm going to get shit done when I'm wearing workout clothes. 
And honestly, as much as I like to take things easy on myself sometimes and give myself grace with things, there's times where it's time to go and it's time to grind. And so I literally tell myself, you have no choice. You have to do this. Sometimes you have to do hard things in order to reap the benefits of that. If it were easy to do, everyone would do it. There's a reason it's not super easy to wake up and get going. So sometimes I'll literally have to forcefully bully myself into getting out of bed and getting up early. I'm like, this is what you wanted. If this is going to help you create the life that you want to live for yourself, then this is what you have to do. And if you don't, wah, wah, it's your fault. Nothing changes. If nothing changes, like I said, I feel like with early mornings, I just feel very productive. I get a lot done. And so that's why I wanted to do this and wake up earlier in the first place, become more of a morning person. Holding accountability to yourself can be hard. Remaining disciplined can be hard. You're not going to wake up every day feeling super motivated. And this goes with anything, not just waking up early, whether it's eating right, working out, it all comes down to discipline because there's going to be days where you don't want to do it. But if on those days you can still push yourself to do it, you are creating more confidence within yourself, more trust. And you're like, okay, if I can do this hard thing, I can tackle other hard things. And I feel like it just leaks into other areas of your life. That being said, I do think it's important to be realistic with this. If waking up at 5 a.m. isn't realistic for you, that's okay. Your early morning can start at 7 or 8, whatever it is. It's going to look different, like I said, for everybody just because we all have such different schedules. It's all a matter of finding a balance between being realistic, but then like pushing yourself. And I've kind of had to find that. I think for me, my sweet spot of like waking up early, what I consider an early morning is like 6.37, which for some people that might not be super early, but for me it is. Another thing that really helps me is putting on some good music. It just gets the energy going, the vibes flowing. That sounds like something you'd find on like a poster board at TJ Maxx and that your mom would hang up and be like, yes. But honestly, it's true. Okay, we're not gonna we're not gonna shit on the mom quotes. For me, even putting on a motivational podcast, something to just get me inspired, get me feeling good for the day. Sometimes if my own willpower isn't enough, I know that someone else's will be and someone else's words will like get me doing what I want to do. I also like to put on a productivity type of vlog on YouTube on, which I'm just obsessed with YouTube. I love watching YouTube videos. And when I wake up early and I want to get going, I like watching other people do that because I'm like, okay, if someone else can do it, so can I. And that is really, really helpful for me with certain things. I can be very reward driven. And so something that I like to do with myself, I'm like, okay, if I can wake up early and get what I need to get done, done, then I'll have an extra hour in the day and I can use that hour to go to the beach, take a dip in the ocean. And if I don't wake up early and I don't get all my stuff done, then I'm not going to be able to do that because I have priorities that I need to take care of before I, you know, go off and have fun. Or even just telling myself, okay, if I wake up early, do what I need to do, then I'll have time to hang out with a friend or get lunch with a friend or go grab a coffee, do something that makes me happy, brings me joy. So I'm very driven by that. And I feel like that definitely gets me up and going. Sometimes I have to remind myself that I won't always see results right away, whether it's with different habits like this, waking up early, working out or, you know, eating healthier. But I can't base my motivation and my drive to want to do things based off those types of results, just because you don't really see those right off the bat. And I feel like that's why it's easy to fall off with healthy habits sometimes, just because you don't always see the benefits right away. I feel like they come longer term. And so if you stick with them, you'll see them. But sometimes we don't always stick with them long enough to see them because we're like, okay, nothing's like changing. But I'm constantly reminding myself of the saying that your daily habits make up your entire life. When you think of the life that you want to live, the life that you strive to have, you are already living that life. It's a matter of creating it for yourself. 
stick with me here. I don't even know if this is making sense to me. So I don't know if it's making sense to you, but I just got to trust what I'm saying here because I feel like I'm on a roll with something. Maybe I am, maybe I'm delusional, but to create the life that you want, it starts with your habits and the habits that you have for yourself create the days that you live and the days that you live is the life that you live. (laughs) Uh, That sounded a lot better in my head, but what I'm trying to say here is that your daily routine makes up your life. And if you are wanting to feel more fulfilled with your life, maybe you're not super happy with where you're at right now, the life you want to live is built by your daily habits, your daily routines. And so I feel like that's why I really have been wanting to become more of a morning person because I have these dreams, I have these goals for myself that if I want to reach them, I'm going to have to work hard. There are certain things that I need to do and my daily routines are a part of that. That's what's going to build that. Not only is your dream life attainable, your dream life is in reach and it's built each and every day. You can get one step closer to that. And that's not to say that if you have bad days here and there, that that's going to set you back because we all have bad days. There's going to be days where I wake up super late again and go to bed super late. And I don't know, like I said, I'm trying to make a lifestyle kind of change with this, but it's not always going to be like that because I know myself very well. And sometimes I might fall off the morning train sometimes and fall back into my old habits, which is fine. Something I'm going to hop all over the place here. So pardon that because my brain is going everywhere right now. I didn't really organize this episode, if you can already tell, but I was learning about how there's literally different types of energy styles, which plays a huge role in why some people are naturally morning people. Some people are naturally night people. So I'll kind of go a little bit into that because I know for me, I found it super interesting. It kind of helped me understand myself a little bit better. So these types of, I call them like energy styles. It's called chronotypes. Chronotypes are classification system that is unique to your genetics. It's not like a circadian rhythm, which if you don't know what a circadian rhythm is, it's basically your natural body clock. It's your physical, mental, behavioral changes that follow a 24-hour cycle. These natural processes respond primarily to light and dark and affect most living things, including animals, plants, and microbes, humans. I'm clearly reading this because I would not know this off the top of my head. So yes, I'm reading from Google right now. But unlike that, chronotypes are said to be innate, which means that's just how you are. And knowing about it just gives you a better understanding of why you are the way you are. And I feel like me getting to know my own chronotype better has just helped helped me understand a little bit more why I feel the way I feel. I feel like understanding your chronotype helps you get insight into your patterns that you have and really getting to the root of it. So this article says you can think of a chronotype as a classification system that's unique to your genetics and it can help you understand when you are most active during the day to optimize your sleep routine and boost your productivity. So it's like having a roadmap for your activity levels to know when you're the most creative and when you can cut yourself some slack. So I was wrong. There's not three. There's four types of chronotypes. There's the dolphin, the wolf, the lion, and the bear. If you want to do more research on this, definitely just look up the different types of chronotypes. Look it up on Google. It's very interesting to understand. I think there's even quizzes that can help you find out which one you are just so that you can study up on it and just know, you know, knowledge is power. It's kind of nice to know these things. For me, I'm pretty sure I'm either the wolf or the dolphin chronotype. I haven't really taken any quizzes, but there is like a little infographic thing on TikTok that I saw and I kind of resonated with, I think it was the wolf, which the characteristics of that is sometimes you may have trouble waking up in the morning, preferring to sleep in, and then you get a energy boost. You feel more energetic early afternoon and then you dip and then you get another energy boost later in the day, which kind of describes how I feel a lot of the time. So while it's helpful to know that, I'm like, okay, that's kind of how I naturally feel. 
Honestly, I don't even know though because I feel like my sleep is so based on what I'm experiencing. If I'm super high stress, I'm probably gonna stay up way later into the night just because my cortisol is super high. And there's things that raise your cortisol like screen time and different stimulants that might make your brain stay awake longer and just feel more wired. So I don't know. I'm still trying to figure all of that out myself. But while it's nice to know that and I think it's good to know kind of which one you are just so you have a better understanding about yourself and how your energy flows naturally. I say all that yet I'm still here trying to change it because I don't know. There's just something about waking up early and then having the whole day. And I I want <laughs> I want to change my body's natural rhythm. I want to change my body's natural energy cycles because I just I want that to be me. And it's so interesting. My dad is like that. My sister is like that, where they naturally wake up early feeling great. They do it kind of with ease and they go to bed super early and it's not hard for them. Meanwhile, I'm like my mom in that way and we like to stay up late (laughs) and it's sometimes harder to wake up early in the morning. It takes more of an effort, but it's not an impossible task. So I'm, I'm trying to work on it here. I'm not quite sure what the whole point of me including that whole tangent was because this is me literally in a podcast episode being like, I'm gonna debunk that and still make myself a morning person anyway. But I don't know, it's kind of just nice to know. I think the reason it's been difficult for me to wake up early in the past is because I don't have a typical work schedule where I have to report somewhere or report to someone at a certain time. I work for myself so I can make my own schedule, which is dangerous. It sounds fun, but there's obviously a side to it where it's like, okay, you have to be self-motivated to do that and figure that out for yourself. And because I can technically work wherever I want, sometimes I feel like I would almost abuse that power and be like, well, looks like I can just do whatever I want, sleep in however late, and then get it done later in the day. But that just never ends up making me feel super good. And it's all about that. It's all about doing things that make you feel good, like I said. And I'm going to keep reiterating this because I don't want anyone to think that in order to be a good person or a productive person, you have to wake up early because that's not always the case at all. It's all based on how you feel. And like I said, right now I'm feeling like I I want to get my life together, get some good routines in order. So I've been trying to wake up, like I said, 7.30ish. Lately, it's kind of been like 8, 8.30, but I just got home from a trip. So I'm like, maybe it's that, that, you know, is the reason why I've been like sleeping in a little bit later than I want to. But on an ideal day, this is kind of what my morning routine would look like. I'd wake up at 7.30, get up out of bed, make my bed, which I try to do. Lately, I have been immediately just splashing cold water on my face because that kind of just gets me out of like my sleepy head and I'm like, oh shit, okay, we're alive, we're awake, here we are, let's get into it. So I'll do that. I've also been really into morning skincare, which I never really did. I would just rinse my face sometimes or wash my face. But lately I've been doing a whole thing where I'll put on my serum and then I'll put on moisturizer. I'll gua sha a little bit. And romanticizing my morning routine in that way has made it really enjoyable for me because I really like doing that. It's like a little act of self-care. So I look forward to it. And that definitely motivates me to get my day started because I like that part of my routine. Then another really important thing that I do is hydrate. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I know everyone says this, but... I feel like the key for me here is I need to drink at least one glass of water before I have a sip of coffee because I know a lot of people do this. I used to do this. You would just drink coffee straight away in the morning without anything in your body beforehand, no water or food beforehand. And caffeine is known to raise your cortisol levels. And so I don't let myself have a cup of coffee until I have other things in my system first. And I've noticed quite the difference with that. I don't get as much of a caffeine crash and I don't feel as jittery from it, which is really nice. So try that out. See if that works for you. I'll put on workout clothes and I've been trying to book morning workout classes for myself. I'm trying to get back into it and it's been so fun. I forgot how fun workout classes were. I didn't realize I took such a big break from it, like a few months, because I found other 
ways that I liked to exercise. I was liking going on walks, super long walks slash runs in a beach park that's nearby me and the whole route would be like four miles. So it was really nice to do that and just like going to my apartment gym. But I forgot how much I loved workout class. Like I said, having accountability. I love to show up one for myself and two, honestly, the instructor, because every time I show up to a morning workout class, they always are like, thank you for showing up for me today for yourself. And then it's funny. They're like, oh, this like bike is empty. Someone must have canceled or who canceled this Pilates spot? Like, so it's just reaffirming when I hear stuff like that. I'm like, okay, my presence here matters. It's nice to have human connection. It's nice to do this for myself, show up for other people. If I don't work out straight away in the morning, I'll still get changed and try to get semi ready just because I feel more motivated when I get myself ready for the day rather than just staying in my pajamas because then like I said the vibe of pajamas is cozy comfy lay in bed and that's not what I need to start my morning off with. I like to pick up my home a little bit in the morning make it a nice environment for me to feel productive in and feel good in not super chaotic. I feel like when my space is chaotic my brain feels chaotic so I either like to do a nightly clean or I'll do a little bit in the morning too. I've been trying to give myself an hour-ish before I hop into work get on the computer get on my phone and do stuff just because I don't want to wake up and the first thing I do is just report to all of that because then I just feel like that starts my day off on a rather chaotic and a little bit stressed of a note. So I feel like waking up early allows me to have more time for me in the morning and it sets my day up really well. My favorite thing to do to stay off my phone and stay off my computer is read in the morning, which is dangerous because one time I was like, you know what? I'm going to start off my morning by reading today because that's really good for me and I like to do it and that's something that I want to do. I'm going to make time for it. I ended up spending four hours on the couch reading and almost finishing a book. <laughs> so that's a little bit dangerous. I'm like, okay, maybe I can't get too into a book here. So I've got, I've got to find a balance with that. But do whatever works for you, whether that's morning journaling, doing a meditation. I've been trying to get more into meditations again. I use Headspace, which is really nice. I didn't really realize it until I actually did it because I've heard people talk about meditation forever telling people how it's made such a difference in their lives and it just makes them feel grounded. And I'm like, okay, okay. Oh, guys, it actually works. <laughs> like taking the five to 10 minutes out of your day to start your day off like that or end it off like that just puts you in such a good place. And I did this, uh, the last time I did it was in London before I had that big work day. It was a big, big shoot day for me. And I was a little bit nervous and anxious going into it. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do a meditation here. I walked out of my hotel room feeling so ready to tackle the day. Sometimes you just need to get out of your head a little bit. And for me, sometimes it can get a little bit noisy in there and so meditation really helps so i want to incorporate that as well i feel like when it comes to incorporating new habits into your life into your mornings whatever it is start off one at a time if you add all these new habits at once i feel like it's not going to stick as well because it's not a part of your regular routine so it doesn't feel natural for you to always do that and i feel like if you overload on habits all at once it kind of just gets overwhelming so adding them in one or two at a time just makes it a little bit easier of an adjustment and then you get used to it and then you can add more. As the iconic Atomic Habits book says, if there's bad habits that you want to kick, instead of just completely erasing them, replace them with new and better habits. Every day is going to be different. There's going to be days where it's easy for you to wake up early and make these changes and have a super good morning routine. Other days, not so much. And for myself, like I said, I'm realistic. There might be a night where I'm a feral rat till like 2 a.m. in the morning gallivanting around God knows where with my friends. And the next morning, I'm not going to make myself have like a 6 a.m. morning routine. Enjoy your life. 
enjoy the weekends do what works for you do what feels good do what feels right no one to give yourself grace no one to push yourself it's all about finding a balance of that and that being said those are my tips for becoming a morning person from someone who is so desperately trying to become more of one again if you're a morning person great if you're not that's also great. Do what works for you. Do what feels good for you. If there's one message that you take away from any of my podcast episodes, it's that you have to listen to yourself, know what you need, know what you want, and go get it from there. I'm going to gracefully cut myself off here because I feel myself starting to just go on tangents that are going to make no sense to anyone, not even myself. So thank you for listening to this episode and I will talk to you next week. That was everything on my mind. <laughs>